Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. the show world soccer radio on the sports byline broadcast network and sirius xm i'm nick eber it is a pleasure to be with you as i am each and every weeknight 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern time then again midnight pacific 3 a.m on the east coast and i'm pleased to tell you cup competitions behind us uh although arsenal get a big draw against liverpool international breaks behind us we are now Full steam ahead, Premier League football, Champions League starting up again next month. I am so excited, I cannot tell you, because right now things are just sitting beautifully. Everything so fascinating. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber, and this is our Friday Pundits Premier League preview picks and prognostication show for the Premier League. So if you want to place a small wager or wondering who you think who I think is going to win, well, I'm going to tell you. Lots to do. And the transfer window still open till the 31st of January. So there have been a lot of discussions. It's been a fascinating Champions champ, um, transfer window. We spoke about this a little bit in the last show. Kind of lots of posturing and talking. Not so much movement. Enough, though, to make it interesting. And some big news about Manchester United and what they're up to that you are going to want to hear. And, of course, also Newcastle United trying to get busy but finding it a little difficult. Uh, So much to get to. I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform listening around the world on the American Forces Network and also those of you listening, obviously, on uh, the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and our main platform, which is Sirius XM. Great to be with you. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, iHeartRadio, tune in, the award-winning SiriusXM app. Welcome to the show as well. Just a reminder, you can get the show on our podcast network as well. Uh, go over to World Soccer Radio. Just search that wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Google, Apple, um, Schmapple, uh, Stitcher, Twitcher, um, uh, yeah, everywhere. And, of course, you can go to our podcast network itself, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network, And subscribe right there also. So anyway, I'm going to step aside, take a break, gather one or two thoughts, and be right back to kick it all off on World Soccer Radio, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Uh, welcome back to World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app, the American Forces Network, and podcast available anywhere you get your podcasts. Nick Eber with you, great to be with you. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, Facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, it is back, the Premier League is back this weekend. I am thrilled, happy, over the moon. Uh, look, the cup competitions were fine. I mean, and there were some wonderful upsets. Um, Arsenal getting beaten by Nottingham Forest is probably the one that sticks out more than any. And and that's why the cup competitions are so 
exciting and why you kind of, even if you don't watch all the games, you know you're following the action. And you're probably betting them as well. And I have to tell you, though, about the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022, my good friends at betonline.ag. And they'd like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs in American sports, into the stretch run in the Premier League, the Champions League. We get ready for the World Cup at the end of the year, even though we're only January. New year, new updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. They've got everything you want. Gridiron, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, and, of course, all the football you want. Champions League, Premier League, Europa League, uh, FIFA tournaments. Uh, um, you name it. Ligue 1, Serie A, La Liga, Major League Soccer. They've even got your favorite Vegas casino games as well. Don't wait to take advantage of all the incredible offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. And this show is presented to you by betonline.ag. All right, uh, Premier League back. We talked about that. Uh, we're going to get into all of the Premier League games coming up uh, this Premier League week. So you're going to want to stick around because I'm going to give you my picks, prognostications, and we'll take a look at uh, whether there is some, uh, whether there is some uh, really good stuff, uh, betting, uh, juicy, nice betting windows for you uh but you know the transfer window is where all the discussion is outside of the game the match on the pitch now what you have to look at is the situation for example in uh liverpool's a great example you know the two biggest stars out at the african cup of nations but it's not obviously they still have to play all the cup games all the top you know all the premier league games so that's going to affect whether you think they may or may not win but let's look around the Champions Let's look around the transfer window. Excuse me. Keep wanting to say Champions League because I'm super excited about that starting off again. Um, Man United have offered Donny van der Beek to Newcastle United. Now, I bring this up for a number of reasons. But this is a guy that joined United in 2020 and has made 26 appearances. £35 million they played, paid £5 million in add-ons. And he only started four Premier League matches year one. And now they're ready to dump him. By the way, this is a Dutch international. He did have to back out of the Euros, though, because of injury. But, you know. So, makes me wonder, is there something wrong with him? Is he not fitting into the system? A Man United throwing in the towel on him? Interesting, isn't it? On the other hand, apparently they're chasing 
Uh, Fabian Ruiz, the Spanish midfielder currently playing at Napoli. So is this going to be one of those trade-offs? But I am really surprised that they're looking to unload Van der Beek after less than two years at the club. And speaking of Man United, I wish I didn't have to talk about them this much, but speaking of Man United, they are still trying to woo Mauricio Pochettino over to take over the helm. He's currently at PSG. I think he'll move. I think PSG is going to implode at the end of this year. I've told you why. I've said this on numerous occasions. I fully expect the Qataris to sell that club like a hot potato once the World Cup is over. And Qatar can go back to the uh, obscurity bin of global football. But it seems to me if we're talking about Newcastle United, we talked about how United were offering Donny van der Beek to Newcastle. Everybody's trying to offer Newcastle, you know, Newcastle United a player. Have you been? Have you ever been in that situation where you know you have a relative or a friend that suddenly made it big? I don't even know whether maybe they became a professional professional athlete or won the won the lottery or you know became the CEO of a multinational corporation. All of a sudden, everybody comes out of the woodwork. Oh, the third cousin, third cousin Francis is calling you and, uh, you know, oh, he's got this terrible stop story and he just needs a couple of million. You know, that's what's happening right now with Newcastle United. Third cousin Francis is coming out of the, cl- the, the closet and bringing them every piece of playing detritus they can find to try to flog it to Newcastle United because they are down, they are almost out, and they are loaded with dough. So, who else is being flogged to Newcastle? Uh, Sven Boatman, Nikolai Milenkovic, Diego Carlos. Should we keep going on here? I mean, uh, Todd Cantwell, Donny van der Beek. <laughs> We've heard about Anthony Martial. And, uh, I mean, it, it, is, it is almost laughable. Um, and some of them they want. I mean, we know they want Todd Cantwell, okay? We know they want Nikola Nikola Milenkovic. At least those two. We know they've landed Kieran Trippier already. You know, you have to ask yourself, what are they going to do? Because this team is most likely to get relegated. I mean, and and a lovely quote here, by the way. Eddie Howe laughing at the number of players linked with Newcastle. More than 40 of them. Eddie Howe saying, you know what? Even though the Saudi Public Investment Fund, which owns 80% of Newcastle, is right there, Eddie Howe says uh, they don't have a blank check. Here's a quote. It can be a nightmare. No one wants to sell their best players unless you're buying them for an absolute fortune. So sometimes you have to be prepared to pay over the odds. I think Kieran Trippier for 12 million plus add-ons is actually a really good piece of business for them. A really good 
quality, experienced, steady hand with Kieran Trippier. And um, I think that is the profile of a very good player to bring in because he'll stay with them if they get relegated. And he should be able to provide them a lot more spine to stop them from getting relegated. So it's going to be interesting. But who are they interested? We know. Oh, we're running out of time. Tell you what, when we come back, let's took let's take a look at the actual players that are on Eddie Howe's radar at Newcastle United, rather than the players that are getting flogged to new rich uh, that uh, uh, Auntie Francis is now trying to flog to their new uh, rich nephew. All right, I'll be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio. Sex and drugs and rock and roll is all my brain. All right, and welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Parliament Broadcast Network, Sirius XM. Really everywhere that you want to be. Nick Eber with you. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. Um, we are talking Newcastle United in the transfer market as things start to get interesting. I've been telling you now since before the transfer market opened, long before the transfer market opened, back into September, October of last year, that you wanted to keep an eye on Newcastle. They were going to be the most interesting study as they continued to flounder and suffer at the bottom end of the table with really no hope in sight, to be honest with you. Yet they now have the richest owners in football and expectations that greener pastures await. And certainly their new investors, uh, I'm sure they, you know, they're hoping that they didn't invest in what could very possibly be a championship team next year. Now, look, do, do you think they invested in the team and were unaware of that very real possibility? Of, of course they knew that. I mean, Newcastle United have been so unbelievably awful this season with only one win in 19 matches. That only the most delusional fool would think that Newcastle United are a shoe-in for mid-table mediocrity or a lower-end table save. This is a team that by all accounts is headed for the drop quick like a bunny. So that's why it became so interesting. By the way, I didn't mention, we're presented by betonline.ag. My sponsor will call me up and spank me if I didn't say that. But that great, great site, by the way. But let's get back to Newcastle. So that's why this transfer window became so interesting. Because with Newcastle embroiled in a fight to gladiatorial fight to the death, And Daddy Warbucks now sitting at the helm with all these expectations. They bring in a manager like Eddie Howe, who is on one hand a rebuilding, known for rebuilding. On the other hand, known for 
keeping clubs up. And on the third hand, if you have three, known for surviving relegation battles. So what he's not known for is obviously winning the league. But, I mean, Newcastle know this. I mean, this isn't, you know... <laughs> so it's a good he's a good manager for this so we start to look at the type of players the profile of players and if you remember when Manchester City were taken over they too were embroiled in disappointing form they too were underachievers they were looked at as, you know, the uh, laughing stock. That's ah, probably not fair. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to take that back, okay? They were looked at as uh, a disappointment, shall we? And certainly... Uh, you know, a shade of their crosstown rivals. Of course, then Sheikh Mansour bin Zayed Al-Nayan at Abu Dhabi comes in and buys them in 2008. Since then, the club's won the FA Cup, the Premier League. 2012, Premier League 2014, Premier League 2018... Yada yada yada. Two thousand nineteen four trophies. I mean, you know, Premier League. It, it, it's 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 been an embarrassment of riches. So you can look at the Manchester City model and say that is what Newcastle should be emulating. And in point of fact, I think it probably is. Where I think Newcastle have a huge asset that will be exploited to everybody's benefit, is the fact that unlike Manchester City, which was one of two big clubs in Manchester, there are other clubs in Manchester, but those were the big clubs in Manchester, Newcastle United is really the only club in Newcastle. And where Manchester City have shone, have really, really, really shown their mettle, isn't just in bringing in Pep Guardiola, isn't just in bringing, signing big names, it's in completely gutting, revamping and rebuilding the infrastructure of the club. Not only the club, but the surrounding communities. They have really given back as much as they have taken. And that is one of the reasons they're so widely loved by their fans in Manchester. Newcastle United is probably one of the best supported teams in the Premier League within its community. This is a shining opportunity for the new owners to gut and rebuild this club, fix this club from the ground up, and then, folks, we're going to have another big club in the Premier League. And it may be that they've got to go to the Champions League, the Champions League, the Championship first. That is a very real possibility. So as they try to stave off relegation and buy a little time in the top flight to rebuild, who are they looking for? So this is who they actually want, okay, not who's being flogged to them. Uh, you know, you just uh, I just read you a quote from Eddie Howe where he was talking about how they've had over 40 players flogged to them. They want Sven Botman, a centre-back. They desperately need a big 
strong, young, effective centre-back. This team has leaked 44 goals in 19 matches. There's only one team that's worse. They've played one match more, and that is a team that really shouldn't be playing professional football there so bad. That's Norwich City. And by the way, happen to have a soft spot for the Canaries. So for me to say that, you know that's bad. So they're looking for Sven Boltman from Lille. They will most likely pay whatever they have to to get him in. Because I think he, just like Liverpool bringing in Virgil van Dijk, he's one of these impact players in a position they desperately need that can change the way the team plays going forward. Now, whether Eddie Howe has the same playing and tactical vision that Jurgen Klopp has, kind of doubt it, but, you know, you never know. They're also looking at Sevilla's Diego Carlos, Burnley's Jane Tarkovsky, also linked with the club. Now, they did bring in Kieran Trippier. He is a right back, and that will definitely help them out, both defensively and going forward. They were looking at Lucas Digne, but he did, he moved to Villa, if you remember that. In terms of up front, they're looking at, Calum, uh, they're looking at Eddie Nketiah, although Mikel Arteta says he's not going anywhere. They're looking at uh, Dominic Solanke at Bournemouth. Uh, he previously worked with Eddie Howe, so that could be a good combination. And Patrick Schick at Bayer Leverkusen. By the way, 17 goals in 15 games in the Bundesliga this season. In terms of the attacking midfielders, I mentioned Todd, Todd Cantwell at Norwich. Uh, the other one, the kind of a dark horse, is uh, Tangan Dombele um, at Tottenham, who was sort of brought in a couple of years ago, great fanfare, but really hasn't amounted to much, not because he's not a great player, but because I think he's not playing in the right system. So those are the people that they're looking for. Now, what are the problems that they're going to have in getting these guys? Because it's not money. The problem is, this team stands a very good chance of getting relegated, and that is going to be a very, very difficult bill of goods to sell a top-flight player. You're going to have to sell them on the whole package. You're going to have to sell them on the vision for the future and the plan for execution. Particularly if you're looking at signing an under-21 like Botman. Okay? You've got to say, look, Sven, come in. We love you. Yeah, it might be kind of a joke next year. It might be in the championship. But, you know, we're putting $150 million into new training grounds, into, new, uh, into our new coaching and scouting into our tactics, into our, you know, um, sports medicine and science. We're putting back into the community. We're going to be looking to sign as many top-quality players as we can get, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and that's really um, that's really the only thing you can do. You can sell them on the future. Now, a, a super young player like Sven Botman, you know, he might say, okay, I'm going to come in, I'm going to get a big payday for a couple of years, and we're going to see how things go. Uh, a player like Kieran Trippier is going to say, I can't really lose here because of his age. It's kind of the guys in the middle. Todd Cantwell and Dombele, those are the guys I think it's going to prove a bit of a tougher sell to. So we'll continue to watch Newcastle United in the transfer window. All right, folks, we are presented to you by, by betonline.ag. 
It is Friday. It is time for our Pundits Premier League previews, picks, and prognostication in the Premier League show. Uh, so uh, when we come back after the break, let's get right to it. And uh, a couple other small news stories will bring up nothing massive. We're going to get right into the picks, all courtesy of betonline.ag. It's where the game's at. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back. Let's talk on radio. Sports Byland Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber. Uh, we've got a lot to get to this segment. We're going to kind of get there quick, as quick as we can. Um, we're going to go through all the Premier League matches this segment. I'm going to give you my picks. I'm going to give you some betting odds courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag. See if there's any special values there that you're going to want to look at. By the way, there is a massive, massive match this weekend. We are, of course, talking... At the Etihad, it's Manchester City versus Chelsea. So we're going to get to that one as well. Um, interestingly enough, there's a match also at Villa Park between Aston Villa and Manchester United. Now, it's probably too early for the new signings of Villa, Coutinho and Digne, to be in the squad. Although maybe Lucas Digne will be in the squad. I don't know, but certainly I think Coutinho probably won't be. But it is interesting, kind of a tale of two clubs the Manchester United, who have brought in nobody, who's trying to deal with a whole bunch of, you know, stars that are having massive issues, has done no business. And yet, you know, you've got Aston Villa with two really, really quality signings and a new manager. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. That could be a really, really interesting bet let's get to it though shall we in the premier league this weekend we are starting and i just want to make sure let me see the latest run of cancelled matches to make sure that we uh um let's have a look what's actually cancelled for tomorrow because i know obviously sadly sadly there have been some matches cancelled uh because of covid and I just saw that one had been cancelled tomorrow. But well, look, why don't I give you the? Why don't I give you the? Um, uh, nope, I don't see it. So we'll move on. I'll give you all the picks anyway. Let's start now, shall we? The absolute big matchup: Manchester City, Chelsea, folks. This is the stake on the plate for the weekend. A match with enormous title import for the three teams right now that seem positioned to make a run at the title, with clearly Manchester City well sitting in the top spot. It's a lunchtime game, which is kind of a little bit flat, by the way. Um, we do know that Chelsea are having some COVID problems. Uh, Andreas Christensen is out with COVID-19. That's not a help as well. Um, and if you remember midweek, Chelsea destroyed Tottenham in the Carabao Cup. However, this is not the Carabao Cup. This is Manchester City. And uh, the thing about City is that they are, they you know, they've gone from that position where at the end of October, 
you know, they were third in the table, but they had lost two games and drawn two games by uh, on the 3rd of October. And, yeah, City looked good, but they looked like a team that was going to be a little inconsistent as the season went on. Well, eat your words there, because 11 games later, they are unbeaten. And I don't mean with a draw. I mean unbeaten every game a win. They have kicked on strength to strength to strength. If you just look at the last five games, 7-0 win against Leeds, a 4-0 win against Newcastle, 6-3 against Leicester City, okay? They did only beat Brentford 1-0, but Brentford are a tough team to beat, and then beating Arsenal 2-1. So they're getting it done. They're not scoring as many goals the last couple of games as they had in the previous games. That's probably more the competition that they're playing Maybe a little bit better. Maybe the exception of Leicester. That 6-3 was a little bit of an exception. They've scored 53 goals on the season, Manchester City. They are long favourites to win this game. I think they will win this game. Chelsea actually have only won one game in the Premier League in their last five. It's been very disappointing, folks. Yeah, Beginning of December, they're top of the table. They beat Watford 2-1. And since then, they've only won two games. They had a loss against uh, West Ham. They they beat Leeds, by the way, only by one goal. They drew Everton. They drew Wolves. They beat Villa. They lost to Brighton, and they lost to Liv- and they drew Liverpool. Excuse me. They didn't lose to Brighton. They drew Brighton and they drew Liverpool. So, um, I don't think they're going to win. I'm going to say two one Manchester City minus one forty five right now. Good money for a big favourite. So. I would take Manchester City. Let's move on. Norwich City versus Everton is the next one at Carrow Road. And, uh, you know, Norwich is just awful. I, I, I have difficulty seeing Norwich winning any games, any more games. They have actually won two games on the season, which, you know, if you're in Newcastle, it's twice as many games as you've won. But they've lost the last six in a row, folks. Last six. They lost to Tottenham. They lost to United. They lost to Villa. They lost to Arsenal. They lost to Crystal Palace. They lost to West Ham. And now they're playing Everton. And guess what? They're going to lose to Everton. Despite the fact Everton isn't having that great of a season, despite the fact Everton has won only one match uh, since uh, the end of September, um, I think this will become two. So I'm going to take Norwich. Pardon me. I'm going to take Everton over Norwich. The odds makers would be with me on that. Everton minus 105. Right again. Nice money there for that. Again, all odds courtesy of betonline.ag. All right, let's go to Newcastle United, the other team at the bottom of the table that is really, really struggling. Poor old Eddie Howe. Got a big, big problem. Hopefully, the owners will see beyond the short term. They bought Chris Woods. I think they're going to throw him in right away. Um, You know, he'll be up front. He'll hold the ball up. He'll create problems. And again, they're playing Watford. Um... You know, Watford are also just outside the drop zone. This is a big match for them. They have a game in hand on Newcastle. But if they lose this match, Newcastle will leapfrog them and actually get out of the relegation zone. Defensively, Newcastle are an absolute mess. Um, The problem that Watford have is they're also leaking a lot of goals and when i say a lot of goals i mean there's only three teams that have leaked more goals that's leeds 
Newcastle and Norwich. This is going to be a goal fest. I'm going to say 2-1. I'm going to say Norwich are going to, uh, Newcastle are going to win this one. 2-1. Newcastle for the win. Plus 105. Plus, plus money on both sides. By the way, this could just as easily be a draw. Wolves-Southampton. That's the next game. There are times when uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers really, really looks good. And Bruno Lager has done a good job, I think, at Wolves. Maybe a little bit understated. But in terms of the last five, they've lost two, one, two, drawn one. Their last match was a 1-0 victory at Old Trafford. This game is at Molyneux. And uh, Southampton had a good win against uh, Brentford, which is always tough, by the way. They're a tough team. They beat West Ham. They drew Tottenham. They drew Crystal Palace. And they lost against Arsenal. Um, actually, for my money, folks, I'm going to take a draw on this one. Wolves-Southampton, I'm going to take a draw, plus 220, 1-1 on this one. Aston Villa, Man United, this is a fascinating match. Absolutely fascinating match. Can Villa beat United? They lost at United in the FA Cup on Monday. Coutinho will be available, but unlikely to play. United coming off a loss, that shock loss to um, Wolves. The more I look about this game, it's at Villa Park. You've got Stevie G. You can have Coutinho on the bench. I think that this could be another tough day for Ralph Ragnick at Manchester United. This could be a big win for Aston Villa. And I'm going to give Aston Villa the nod here. Plus 195 at home. I'm going to say Villa 2-1. Big upset. And, uh, you know, has Ralph Ragnick really improved this team? I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it on Monday after the match is played. Liverpool, Brentford. Well, this should really be sort of an easy game if you think about it. Um, for the cup game midweek, they had uh, Jota, Firmino, Minamino uh, up top. Of course, I mentioned Mane and Salah out. Um, it's going to be more than enough to beat Brentford at Anfield. I can't see an upset. You never know. Um, they're good defensively. The Bees, they do come out attacking and flowing. They're always unafraid. But I, I still think Liverpool have too much. I'm going to take Liverpool. Minus 340. Odds makers would agree. Uh, West Ham United leads. This is going to be a fun one because West Ham had that kind of awkward little slumpy uh, a few weeks ago um, where they went uh, three matches without a win. They drew Burnley. They lost to Arsenal. They lost to Southampton. But then they have a big win against Watford, 4-1, scoring four goals. Okay, They beat Norwich 2-0, and they go away to Selhurst Park and beat Crystal Palace 3-2. So three wins on the bounce. I really believe a lot in momentum. Leeds United, uh, they've been awful. They did get that 3-1 win at Ellen Road against Burnley. By the way, Leeds can just thank God that they've got 
uh, Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich down at the bottom of the table. Uh, and they are at 19 points. They're, they're not really in danger of getting relegated, but they've got to watch themselves. I definitely want Leeds United to survive. But they're not going to win this game. I'm going to go West Ham minus 155. I think the Hammers uh, will beat them as they did in the FA Cup last weekend. So it's going to be sort of the same thing. I'm going to say 2-0 on that one. Tottenham Arsenal, the big North London derby, folks. Uh, big a match uh, that is steeped in history, steeped in excitement, and will be steeped in a draw. Because in my mind, that's most of the time... <coughs> That's where these things go. Uh, pundits actually like Tottenham better than Arsenal for this one. And I know Arteta has a lot of players out with injury. Um, and there's apparently I'm hearing a possibility they could cancel this game altogether. But having said that, I'm going to go back to my kind of... Um, I'm going to go back to my staple selection for these derby matches, which is unless there's a big disparity in form, it's going to be a draw. Tottenham Arsenal, take the draw, plus 235. All right, those are your matches for Saturday and Sunday in the Premier League. It's great to be back, isn't it, in the Premier League? We've really missed it. And I kind of feel like we're running a bit of a race in the Premier League, trying to get it done before this Omicron virus just causes a nightmare for everybody and sets us back, you know, five years again. But those are the picks. Again, two big, big matches. Let me put it to you this way. Three matches you really want to watch. Manchester City-Chelsea, because that's a top-of-the-table clash. Aston Villa-Man United, because of Steven Gerrard at Villa, the new signings. Man United, Ralph Ragnick, struggling. Lots of problems behind the scenes. And, of course, the North London derby between Tottenham and Arsenal. Those are the marquee matches and it is unusual that you get that many marquee matches in a match day weekend. All right, when we come back, I will give you my picks for all the matches. I will just run through them again in case you missed any. This is World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Nikki Boydie here on World Soccer Radio. Find me on Twitter at Nikki Eber. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. All right, just a couple of minutes left, so I want to go down my picks. We are presented by betonline.ag. Here's who I think is going to win this weekend in the Premier League. I'm going to give you the odds courtesy of BetOnline, so if you want to place a wager, go ahead and do that. Do so responsibly, though, please. And then Monday, we'll get back together. We'll look and see how we did. Let's start. At the Etihad, Manchester City, Chelsea, probably the biggest matchup of the weekend. A clash number one versus number two. Manchester City, though, I think in a different class, not suffering the current loss of form that Chelsea is suffering. Take City, minus 145. Second match, Norwich, Everton. Norwich, just awful. Everton, some new signings, a bit of a lease, a new lease on life. Take Everton, plus 105, go Toffees. St. James's Park. Again, Newcastle United, Watford, Newcastle, I think, Eddie Howe, a home, new signings, happiness, maybe hope for the future. Really, really important match for them. I say take Newcastle plus 105 and a 2-1 scoreline. 
at Molyneux, Wolverhampton Wanderers will face Southampton. For me, this match smells like a draw. The other big match of the day you're going to want to check out, Stevie G, his new signings. Coutinho will be on the bench. Will be going, will be hosting Manchester United, who are struggling under Ralph Ragnick right now. Uh, self-inflicted wounds all the way across. I like Aston Villa, plus 195. I think they will win with a 2-1 scoreline. All right, let's move on to the Sunday matches, shall we? Liverpool-Brentford at Anfield, despite their two biggest stars being away in, at AFCON. Take Liverpool, minus 340. West Ham leads at the London Stadium. Take the Hammers at uh, plus one fi- uh, minus 155. And finally, the North London Derby. It's a draw, plus 235. There are my picks. Let's chat Monday, see how I did. In the meantime, have a wonderful weekend. Remember to find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Till then, enjoy the football. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.